Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny. And I'm Patrick. And on this episode, we're peering into our crystal ball to bring you the social media business trends to be mindful of in 2020. Which strategies are right for the promo industry? You're about to find out. Patrick, how's it going today? I'm doing good, Vinny. I'm doing good. Are you? You look a little pale. Were you on drinking last night? <laughs> well, it was Tuesday, so no, I was not. Yeah. I drank on Tuesdays. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with that? <laughs> anyway, so we have a great topic today um, because every time, every you know, year right around this time, you and I, we get together, we talk about um, social media, and we talk about the year to come. Uh, we put on our Swami hat, and we say, hey, what are going to be the trends that um, people in our industry should be paying attention to for the next year. Um, so what you and I are going to do here is we're going to pick our top three and we're each going to discuss one at a time. But also at the end of the show, I'm going to hit you up with a few social media questions that you have no knowledge of and you and I are going to kind of uh, answer those. I'm excited about that part because you've given me no hints, none. <laughs> no so. hints. So so let's get started. Um, why don't you start and I'll follow your lead. So Perfect. Okay. So... It, these are in no particular order. You can read what you think is the number one or number two or number three. It doesn't matter. I, okay. Because cool. I didn't really rank mine. Okay. So I think just read them off. Read the ones that you, that you want. Um, so let's start with one of yours. Okay. I'm going to start with the the last one that I kind of came up with. But um, So I'll start from the back. and the back. Okay. You know, go, from, go from there. So my first one is that you're seeing a max, ma- mass exodus from these social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're seeing is people actually are taking much more responsibility in how they're using the platforms, how much time they're spending on them. You can see that in, you know, Apple's, uh, you know, screen tracking. Mm-hmm. So basically they can break down now how much time you're spending on each platform, each app. Um, I personally have seen it drastically affect my own friend group. I get made fun of by my friends because I'm on every single network, sure, right? Sure, sure. So I have some groups that are just using Snapchat, like my best friend who has a, a baby daughter, right? I get snaps of her playing in the playground throughout the right. day, um, just like keeping up with their lives. But she likes that platform because it's not out there living a lot, right? right? right. But then I have another su- a group that uses Instagram mainly to send each other funny photos and stuff. And you see social media really evolving in the way that groups are communicating. Okay. So it's not so much, hey, I just did this awesome event and let me post about it. It's more of like, hey, which network am I going to be choosing to be on to communicate with my friends? So which networks do you think people are leaving in mass? Facebook is getting dumped by a lot of people. Okay. Um, I've seen it within my own friend groups, which mm-hmm. I really didn't think I would see. Right. So I saw... Um, a couple of my friends, we were organizing like we're, we're in a couple like flag football leagues and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So uh, the young professionals groups and stuff like that. But a few of them were like, "Sorry, I, I, you can't put me in that Facebook group because right. I'm not They're on not Facebook in there anymore. anymore." Yeah, right. and, and it's that's becoming a ripple effect. Okay. Once one starts, you know, you're like, "Oh, that's a little weird," and then you're like, "Well, three other your friends are now off the platform okay. too." So. Uh, you're a different generation than me. Uh, I don't see that with my friends. I think my friends are sustaining on Facebook. But I think you're right. I think a lot of people are starting to find the networks that they fit in with best, and they're abandoning ones that they don't. Exactly. So that's what you're saying. So it's it's not really. It, it's more like platform jumping, or a, I know I like know a reprioritization. I think is a right. better way to put it because it's not just a mass exodus. Nobody's mm-hmm. nobody's out here saying I don't need Facebook. I don't need social media at all. Right. It's that like. I know I need social, 
but I'm going to, I'm going to choose my favorite ones and not spend time on anything else. Right. So, so you, you think people are leaving Facebook, um, the most. Yes. From, and I think Facebook has the biggest problem in getting new users. So like mm -hmm. the younger, the younger generations are not getting on Facebook. We saw that with our podcast with, uh, Zach Cohn, you know, right. he said that most of his friends don't even, aren't even on there. He right. doesn't even have a profile photo. Yeah, so, he's Gen Z. Right? I know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be a big problem for them in the future. I think they really peaked, but going forward, you can, I'm definitely seeing Instagram right. growing at a rapid pace. I see, uh, LinkedIn getting more entrenched in the, in the daily use sure. for social media because it's going to be such a valuable platform. And I see uh, what they're saying is alternative platforms getting right. out of nowhere. I mean, TikTok's raised mm -hmm. so many new people to, to social. I mean, it's, it's a crazy avenue. Sure. Now, there's some things on – there's different arguments of whether or not we want to be on that or, mm -hmm. or, or businesses should be there. But um, they're – there's going to be all these side companies popping up and really right. developing. So other platforms. Yeah. Talking. Okay. So any other platforms other than Facebook, you, you said mass exodus from social platforms and you only, only really talked about Facebook. You think of any other platforms? Snapchat's number two for sure. That people um, are abandoning. Yeah. Big okay. time, especially in my friend group. Okay. Um, I mean, and you can see that not only in the views, but also because when you put a story, you can see who views sure. it and everything massively dropping down. Okay. I mean, and you can also see in the type of content that is being pushed in your feeds. Okay. So for example, um, Instagram, you can find everything with IGTV and right. everything. The creators on Snapchat, they're very kind of uh, tabloid-esque mm -hmm. kind of shows and stuff that are on Snapchat. But that's kind of the only content you see there. The Discover Tap now. So okay. it's more of that pop culture stuff trying to grab some eyeballs, but it's it's not like meaty content, right? Sure. There's no like real like huh. stuff behind it, like oomph behind it. Yeah. But Snap is not really a, a uh, platform that is used much in our industry. No, no, it's not. Facebook for sure. It, uh, I'm just talking from a user standability sure. or user standpoint, yeah. Right. Uh, what about Twitter? I think it's always going to be one of those things that sticks around. I think it's one of those, those ones that you're not going to see right. lose a lot of steam, but... Mm -hmm the types of conversations that are be, being had on that platform will change. Okay. Now, I, you know, it's funny because I'm a big Twitter guy, but I did read that people are, they're not growing Twitter yeah. as far as, um, you know, the amount of users, but they are getting, a, they're still getting lots of engagement. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's where the president of the United States spends most of his time and that, you know. I think that actually kind of helped Twitter, though, in, 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 in terms of engagement, for in sure. In terms of also, you know, being out in the public yeah, and people the social, social vein of things, you right. know. I think, in a way, the president's truly been a very big contributing factor to the success of, of Twitter over the last few years. Totally. Yeah. All right, so your, num so your first one that you're mentioning is mass exodus from certain social platforms. Exactly. That's a good one. Um, so my first one is, and it's, it's just one, one, one word, culture. Okay. Culture is something that I've seen uh, uh, start to manifest itself in um, big brands. A lot of retail brands are really trying to showcase the culture of their companies. And to a lesser extent, but definitely to some extent in our industry, I'm starting to notice uh, companies really taking advantage of social media by showcasing um, their employees. Uh, they're doing profiles. They're doing blog posts about their about their uh, employees. They're posting on Facebook, on Instagram, and it's it's really starting to take off. And I think the reason people are doing that, brands are doing that, is it really humanizes their brands. Um, it showcases the people behind that brand. 
Um, and you know, we've talked about this a lot. You really want to humanize brands. And, and I think in 2020, there's going to be a huge push by brands to showcase the people that are actually working for the customers on social media. So, I mean, that's, that's going to be big. I'm already starting to see that, but I think in 2020 and ASI even, we're, we're looking to do more of that as well. Yeah, and I think you'll see that also in the features of different platforms mm -hmm. too. I mean, LinkedIn came out with the Life tab mm -hmm. situation this this uh, year, um, which is like a, a a section on your LinkedIn company page that is generated just to culture. So yeah, I mean, sure. you can see that in the expanding features out there already. Definitely. That's All awesome. Right. Your second one. Okay, my second one um, doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with yours, but it, it also is a nice segue, I would say, is the expansion of community on these social media platforms. Um, the one thing that is saving Facebook right now is mm -hmm. Facebook groups. Um, it's one of the main things that they've shifted to with their strategic plan mm -hmm. to really put at the forefront of you know what they're building out on the platform. Uh, and then also LinkedIn is one that's currently, they've been slower to really bring this mm -hmm. to market. They've had Facebook groups, or excuse me, LinkedIn groups, and then they kind of became a spam situation sure. and there was no way of moderating it and they abandoned it for a bit. Now they're revamping it. They're slowly kind of putting more features, mm -hmm. explaining you know what they can do with it. And I feel like there should be a major revamp of LinkedIn groups in the future. Okay. They, they just launched out events and stuff. Right. They're really doing a lot of things. Um, their engagement's spiking so they really have a lot of good things going for them. But groups is the one area, though, that they haven't zeroed in on and said, this is something we can really do yet. So keep that on your on your. So outlook. communities, groups, um, any place where people can come and talk among themselves. I think yeah. I think that's really what the emphasis is here. And I 100% I agree with that. Um, we have one for ASI called the ASI Members Exclusive Group. Yep. Um, and it's, it's really taken off. You know, people are in there. Uh, engaged in conversation every day. Yeah, you know it's conversation that they can't have on our Facebook page because the way Facebook has tra traditionally been set up on our pages, it's not right for that sort of um, engagement where the people are talking amongst each other. So the creation of groups, and you're right, this, this Facebook has evolved big time in the last couple of years to be more of a place where people go to talk to each other. You know, and I know to you know certainly this is a place where people get news. Um, it's also a place where people, you know, they see what's going on with their friends. But from a business perspective, from a prospecting perspective, you know, communities is huge. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's a good one. So more, so your number two is more of a like, you know, social community. Yeah, and it has to be built into your strategy, mm -hmm. right? Like I think that's the the part B to that point is okay. is that it's it's not just. The fact you'll see more of it, it's the fact that you should be thinking about ways to incorporate into your digital strategy. Sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, my second one, video. Not just video, um, you know, because we, we've talked about, I think this was a, tr uh, a hot trend going into 2019 was video. You know, brands should certainly be doing mo more video, a more live video. But in 2020, if you're not doing video, if it's not part of your social media strategy plan, you're way behind. And... I can't stress this enough that if you're on social media, if you're posting content on any of your social networks, all social networks support video now, um, you ha you're going to be behind big time. And this is a very product-focused industry. You should be doing product-based videos. You could do live videos. You could do uh, produced videos, simple, and they, and they don't take long. We've, we've talked about this a lot. So yeah. the problem with, with everyone doing video, I think, in 2020 
is that um, there's going to be video saturation. Uh, exactly. On, there, so, there will be. Yeah. And so not only do you need to do video, but you have to do it well. And, you know, people who haven't done any of video at all, they're far behind the trend here. You have to you have to get involved. You have to find out the types of videos that are going to work for you, and you have to do it. You just have to do it, and you have to kind of experiment. Yeah, and that being said, though, it's the, there's not that, you know, big of a jump into video, right? right? Like, you might be a little bit far behind, but that's not saying that you shouldn't get into it, right? Right. The, the, it, you, you necessar- the necessity is there to get into it, but the barrier to entry is very low. No, I agree, especially in this industry. Um, this industry is behind the, the curve when it comes to most things. Um, social media uh, is, is no exception, and video is no exception. The, the companies that stand out on social media, you and I talk about all the time, are the ones that are doing video. Yeah. Because we follow you know, all the companies in this industry, and when they do video, we notice it. And, and it's really, I've seen it in two main categories. I've seen it telling them, telling a story, mm-hmm. whether it be their brand or a story about a project or anything like that, as or their capabilities, right? Sure. Like what they can do. That's kind of a niche for the, the video that I've seen. And then the second is being transparent, right? Inviting people into the conversation, showing them, you know, what you know what you can do in, in the process mm-hmm. there. Those are kind of the two that I've really seen. It right. really is a great jumping off point for anybody that's trying to incorporate right. that. And humanizing your brand, having fun, exactly. doing fun things. We do, we've been doing the fun uh, taste testing videos on on our Facebook page for a long time, yeah. a couple of years now. People love them. You know, it has nothing to do about us <laughs> or the industry. We just go out and we have fun. And it shows people that, you know, our culture, you know, is, is fun and engaging. We work hard, but we also try to do as much fun things as possible. Exactly. Um, so video is my second. So what is your third? My third and final one is social customer service. Now, this is one that we've done a podcast on before. It is also uh, something that's been talked about a lot in the mm-hmm. last, I think, probably about two years, really. It's been up and coming and really been preached about by a few different companies mm-hmm. and said, this is something you need to incorporate it. Uh, it, it can be talked about as social customer service, social customer care. Mm-hmm. There's uh, social listening. It can also be included sure. into that conversation. There's a lot to be said with the fact is that your customer is no longer solely re- relying on the phone to contact right. you, right? And your your customer might be talking about you without even telling you or right. tagging you, sure. right? So those things combined kind of create this perfect scenario where this – the social media and the internet has all these different conversations going on. What are you doing to approach that space mm-hmm. and say, I need to be part of that conversation, whether or not it's directly at me, if it's something I can talk about or be educated on or sure. help this customer on, how can I interject tactfully myself into that conversation, right? right? And you need to have a plan for that. So you, your social customer service is basically having people on the front lines of social media to, um, to answer any questions anyone might have or find opportunities to get involved in a conversation where somebody might benefit from your products or services, or you can kind of offset some, you know, conversation around, you know, chatter around your brand. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, that's a great, that's a great one. And it's certainly, I've read enough about uh, social customer service that to know that in 2020, if you have social media presence for a business, you have to have people on the front lines, um, you know, defending your brand, engaging, as your brand, because it's not enough to just post content. You have to get in there and interact with people who may have conversations about it. Yeah, and that's a great kind of point to piggyback this on is the fact that each platform has to have its own kind of strategy when it comes to this, Mm -hmm. right? 
people are going to expect different response times out of each platform. Twitter is going to be almost immediate or mm-hmm. very quickly at the least, sure. right? Like it, you need to be ready for that. Facebook, you got a little bit more wiggle room. Um, but, you know, when you're going to have a presence out there, what is the process in place for you to really respond? Right. Perfect. That's a great one. I think people need to be mindful of that. You know, if you have a social media presence, you need to have social customer service in place. All right. My third one is Facebook will continue to suppress page reach and engagement. Now, yep. we, you know, a year and a half ago, we talked about um, their newsfeed algorithm tweaks and how they af- affect um, page, uh, organic page reach. And it's been precipitous. It, the, the, the decline has been huge. And I think they just tweaked it again. Yes, they did. They just tweaked it again. Yeah. So Facebook is encouraging um, personal interaction be- between people. The pages that you send, set up as a business, they don't want that to be in people's feeds. That t- that to Facebook is noise. Now, the problem with this continued push to suppress pages is that now when you post content as a page, your content was going to get very little reach. Um, so they're kind of pushing, and I'm not saying kind of, they're definitely pushing pages t- to go to a paid uh, uh, spot here. So if you, it's like pay to play. You know, yep. if you want to post content and you want people to see it, you're going to have to pay for it. And so then I think people are going to have to reevaluate their Facebook strategies because it's it's to the point where, you know, almost everything you post needs to be boosted or you need to, to put a dollar value to it to get the reach and engagement that you want. And I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing, though, because it's a real opportunity to put money behind the things that matter. And it will also force you to, to prioritize the different content that you're going to be producing, right? Mm-hmm. It's no longer push everything out that we've ever created, mm-hmm. see what works, and then boost it. Right. It's what has worked in the past. Let's dedicate our time to make something great on this one thing and then put money behind it to incorporate that in the, co- in the content strategy. I, I, I like where you're going with that. I agree. But... You know the extremist view on this is: Do I sh- should I even be using Facebook to do that at all? And I think a lot of companies are going to take a look at Facebook in 2020 and say, "Is how is this working for me?" Now, earlier in this podcast, we talked about using Facebook differently. You should be using Facebook from a personal perspective if you're a distributor, supplier, and prospecting. Facebook is awesome yeah. as a prospecting tool. But for your business page, I don't know, man. Facebook is killing business pages. It really, it really should, is. It should just be a business card. It's really it's a right. digital business card. Right. And you know what you got? You got a whole lot more space to make your brand and make your personality, your mm-hmm. company's personality stand out. Right. And that's how you should be approaching the page and then making that be the first foundation of your of your strategy. Agreed. All right, so I will run down my, my three real quick. So um, my number one was culture. Um, you know, uh, brands have to start promoting their culture. Um, video, um, you have to be doing video in 2020. There's no doubt, and you have to be doing it well. And three, Facebook is going gonna, is gonna to continue to suppress page reach and engagement. So you really have to evaluate what you're doing on Facebook. Yeah, and my three are from the top down would be uh, – the max exodus from some of these uh, platforms. Mm-hmm. Realistically, you're going to be seeing your users 
putting priority on different platforms. Mm -hmm. So make sure you understand your audience and then cater them specifically. Uh, number two was community. So make sure you're incorporating community and the features on these platforms to create forums or communities mm -hmm. around your brand. Uh, make that part of your strategy. Or, or use communities. That's like, yeah, exactly. Like so you don't like necessarily answers. have to create one for your for your business for your brand. Find the communities. Yeah, be active in mm -hmm. those in those communities. That's that's definitely a for great, sure great uh, point there. And then the third and final one was social customer service. Make sure you have a plan in place to be going out there finding those conversations, making sure you're uh, you know responding as the brand and just making sure you're listening. Mm -hmm. Definitely, those are great. So those are six from from Patrick and I. So now we're going to transition to to, I'm uh, ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to hit you up with a couple of questions that you have no knowledge of, and you answer, and then I'm going to I'm going to give you my answer. All okay. right. So this is a fill in the blank question. All right. The social media platform that all promo products professionals should be on in 2020 is Instagram. Okay. Why? Because it's such a powerful platform. There's a lot of opportunities to do uh, f really classy photos, product features. I mean. Think about it. If you're a distributor or supplier, you have so you're, every single day you'll be working on a project that it should be photogenic, right? Mm -hmm. There was a quote that we heard uh, in one of the interviews that was like, "If you're not designing your product to be photographed, you're doing it wrong." Mm -hmm. And I think that is a great place sure. to make sure that you're you have that right mindset, right? And it's and it supports video as well. So yeah. you know, now look, you and I did a um, we did a survey. At, I think it was ASI Chicago, and yep. we asked all the suppliers and the distributors that we could talk to what what network they were on um and everyone said they were on facebook but but they all wanted they all loved being on instagram they're like oh i have to be on facebook but we love instagram that's your answer man so, right there that's the tell so i struggled with this one you know i thought instagram but i also thought youtube because youtube is where you should put all of your video if you have video and most you know i'm hoping a lot of people have video but because it's 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 a big search engine. So if somebody's looking for, you know, whatever product, they're gonna find you if if you tag everything correctly. Um, but I cannot go against Facebook right now. Facebook, not for for what we talked about earlier, not for the pages, but as a prospecting tool, everybody should be on Facebook. Okay. Different different use. Different, different type approach. Of use. But yes. okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, and until I see a transition. Um, where people are not networking on Facebook and doing actual um, deals on Facebook. Like we talked to a guy last week who is selling in our group. He's yeah. actively selling. Um, okay. And it's all through Facebook groups. And yeah. I still think it's a very, very powerful tool. All right. True or false? TikTok is a social network our industry should be looking into using in 2020. That's the fastest false I've ever given. Yes. Here's, <laughs> here's why. Um, it's because now you, if you're really creative, you've got a department that's ready to go and make, make a whole lot of different kind of like experimental sure. content. Sure. Try it. Let me know what you come up with. I want to see what you do. Sure. That being said, for the usual company out there, even us, doesn't it doesn't need to just be distributor supplier or decorator or whoever even us i would not recommend a strategy for tiktok right now because first of all the the audience on that platform scales drastically young way too young not yes. and we're not talking about oh gen z is 40 percent of the buying power in the industry of 2020 right that's 
the stat everyone throws around. They're also not the people that are going to be buying the shirts, right? Mm-hmm. They're not the people that are going to be in that conversation in, in the boardroom saying, let's go do promotional products for this mm-hmm. next strategy. They're not the ones having that conversation. So why would you dedicate the money behind that to produce that content? Now, I will say, if you do happen to come up with a cool strategy or creative plan for TikTok, it's a very easy transition to use that on Instagram. So those are mm-hmm. the two pairing networks that are sure. kind of growing at a rapid pace together. But TikTok alone, no, false. Well, you're passionate. I, I, I got to, I get heated, man. It's like, look, like, don't. It's almost, it's almost as if you knew that question was yeah. coming. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. TikTok is just, uh, it, the, the user base is way too young. Um, a couple of years ago, we, we experimented with Snap. Um, you know, way too young. Um, you know, our audience out or the promotional products industry, they're on Facebook. They are on Instagram. You know, to a lesser extent, they're on Twitter. They're on LinkedIn as well. Um, they're not on they're not on TikTok. No. They're just not. You I would be wasting your time there. I w- you would be wasting your time, but if there's one thing to look out for on TikTok, it is the hashtag ad campaigns. They're genius. It's the one thing TikTok mm-hmm. has going for them. It's a company that comes in and sponsors a specific hashtag, and they do you know user-generated content awards and stuff like that. That's the one thing to look for at that on okay. that content or, or on that platform, but it's not our space yet. It's just not. We'll revisit this in a year. Yeah. We'll see what TikTok's <laughs> got going for 2021. All right. Social commerce, which is the selling products directly from your social platforms, will be a factor in 2020. Agree or disagree? I Can I get a further clarification on this one? Like, do you mean... Selling directly like a storefront from your, from your like social Instagram, media? Instagram, Facebook sure, pages? Right. I think it's going to be more of an incorporation in people's strategies. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see it more... Like just just some of these big guys are probably going to be sure. incorporating it. Um, I don't see it as something that's going to be dri- a driving force for sales though in 2020. I agree. I think that this is down the road. Yeah. I think it's something that people should be mindful of into the f- distant future. It's not going to be something that people should be, you know, worrying about in 2020. I will say though, I think it would be cool. If you see that incorporated with company stores as well as like event-based marketing, sure. that's where I see it really kind of having this bubble that could expand. Because mm-hmm. if I'm a distributor, I'm saying, hey, I'm going to sponsor this this event. I mean, the company store is still one thing, but right. if you have that transferred over to your social accounts, there's a little bit more power behind that conversation sure. then. Yeah. And I think this industry, you know, because it's so heavily product-based, it's perfect for this type of social commerce. We're just not there yet. Yeah. So I think we're a little bit ahead of the curve there. Again, we'll, maybe we'll re- revisit this one next year. All right, true or false? Promo companies should be investing in podcasts. They're not really social media per se, but they kind of are. I'm, I, my, you saw my face like yeah. kind of crumple up there. I, I don't know because I think yes, they should be because mm-hmm. if you have something good to say, you should be on record saying it and it's also great for your content marketing because it can be reproduced in sure. a bunch of different mm-hmm. different avenues you can do it for video the audio clips the all that kind of and stuff you can push it out everywhere soundcloud um spotify everywhere yeah, I, think, I think what got me was when you said investing it was like sponsoring podcasts no investing and, meaning like should they spend the money to do them the time you know the effort. i think it's worth it if you have somebody that's comfortable doing it mm-hmm. i don't think you necessarily need to like strong arm somebody mm-hmm. in your company to get on the mic right but i think uh it, it's it's a definitely a great way to say, hey, this company doesn't just have one or two people that know what they're talking mm-hmm. about. We have a, a great staff 
let's have a conversation about what's happening in the world. Let's have a conversation about what these trends are. Mm-hmm. And, and we invite you in. If you have any questions, let us know. And I think that's a great, a, a better approach to podcasts than right. it is just saying, let's hit record and, right. and go. I think, my personal opinion, I think people in this industry should be doing it. Because right now, not many people are doing it. Yeah. Like I look around and there's only a handful of people who are doing podcasts. Um, and I think it's ripe for us to get new people in there. You know, y- you guys know what you're doing. Find a topic that you are that you want to talk about and invest in podcasting. It's really not that much to do. One of the other things though, that I'd like to put onto this is, is a different perspective. If you're somebody that's trying to come up in the industry, if you're somebody that's new to the industry, if you're somebody that is trying to make a more personal brand of yourself, I think podcasts would be an amazing place to start for you in 2020. Mm-hmm. So look at the field, look at who's out there, look at look at the people that are, are, are really creating this content and then approach them and say, hey, I'm really knowledgeable at XYZ. Right. I'd love to come on to talk about it. Is that something you're interested in? I mean, we'd be willing to talk sure. to somebody about that. Yeah, you can shoot us any, uh, a message and let us know. But I mean, that's how you kind of build your personal brand mm-hmm. and podcasts are always looking for guests. And it's something that I'd recommend in 2020 if you're trying to do that. Right. So if, if you do social, if you do a lot of social media and you think you do it well and you want to talk about something, we would love to have you on a show. I guess that's where you're going with that. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yep. Yeah. All right. My final question, and it has nothing to do with social media or the promotional products <laughs> okay. industry. All right. I just figured this will be a good close. So since we're looking into, into 2020 and we've got, you know, we're, we've got our Swami hats on here. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about who do you think is going to be the winner of Super Bowl 54? Ooh. We're going to end the podcast with this final question. Look, all right, uh, Patriots, I can't vote for them, man. I can't do it. They've, <laughs> they've won too many, so I'm going to go with the 49ers. You know what? That It's so funny you say that because I was thinking about this question this morning as I was writing this up, and I said the 49ers would be a fashionable pick because they're undefeated right now. Um, but you know what? I've picked against New England every year. Every time they get in the Super Bowl, I'm like, they're not going to win. Because I'm a Jets fan. I have to hate them. Yeah. They're just too good, man. They're too good. You see Usain Bolt said he'd come to the NFL if he was playing for the Patriots. Of course he would. <laughs> could you imagine? You and I could p- play for the Patriots and probably, you know, score a couple touchdowns. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. You're going with the 49ers. Okay. Something we can revisit uh, next February to see who was right and who was wrong. Yep. I have a feeling I'm going to be right. But anyway... <laughs> That's it for us. Um, you know, we hope you guys uh, uh, learned a lot here. So, uh, of course, you know, if you have any questions, you can um, message me on Twitter at ASI Central. And you can hit me up on Twitter at PKennedy underscore ASI. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on The Social Angle. <laughs>